Hello and welcome to This Our Johnny Domino, a podcast so niche that even we, its makers, sometimes feel we're listening to someone else's in-joke. I'm Giles and this is my slightly sweeter smelling brother, Stephen. That's because I've had a shower this morning. You, have, oh. you, have you had one yet? Not yet, no. I'm in my pants. What an abiding image. Welcome to the podcast. Back in the 90s, we recorded lots of music, lots of it in our bedrooms, uh, in a failed attempt to make it, in inverted commas, on the underground indie music scene. Life happened, the years passed by, and now, decades on, we are digging through the archive of tapes and recordings, and we are presenting for you our thoughts and responses. Is that about right, Steve? I think that is basically the podcast in a nutshell. Yeah. It is, it's esoteric. It's up its own arse. It's in its own belly button, um, but we are enjoying ourselves. I just said indeed twice. Indeed. Each episode consists of three tracks, and at the end uh, we decide which, if any of them, are worthy of including on a theoretical best of compilation. I think we might get started right now. Okay. Actually, no, before we start, though, I just wanted to say something because we've been listening to uh, the previous episodes that we recorded, and I don't know whether the listener agrees with me. If they are, actually, that's another point. I've got a few side points. Okay. <laughs> footnotes. Uh, yeah, footnotes. I've got a few footnotes. Um, so, number one, um, I feel that perhaps people might be getting the impression that this is a conversation between somebody who's got a mind like a giant database who can remember every minute detail and somebody else who's got brain damage. (laughs) And I just wanted to address that issue. Okay. I I think though I, I may have in my 20s and 30s done some things that did kill a few brain cells, I don't think that's what's happening here. I think that you, Stephen, mm-hmm. have a freakishly strong memory. Yeah, you say that, but I also, probably not to the same extent as you, I'd also killed a few brain cells in my younger years. So much so that, if you remember, I forgot that I had a beard at one point yeah. in my past. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And that was a real conversation. I forgot that I had a beard. But you, I think you have. You, it's fair to say, and it's pretty clear in the evidence that you have quite a uh, well, quite a good memory, and that uh, a lot of this stuff has kind of receded into the background for me. So, I, I quite a lot of this podcast is me going, "Oh, so Steve, what is this one?" Okay, yeah. but you know, uh, I probably either have a very strong memory or. I'm confident in the stories that I tell myself about the things I think we did in the past. Yeah. And that, is, that will come to pass in these songs that we've chosen today. Yeah. I think also I don't really pay that much attention. No. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah. If you have listened to the podcast before and you're a returning listener, thank you so much for joining us again. If you're a new listener, 
this is basically what we do. We argue about the past, what things we can remember, talk about the songs that we recorded in our youth and decide if any of them are any good. Cool. So what's what's the first song we're going to listen to today, Steve? Well, we've got two versions of it. We were just talking about this before we hit record. We recorded two versions of this track, and one of them, the word that I can only come up with is turgid. It's sludgy. It's so slow. Um, and then we re-recorded it in a kind of peppier version. Um, there might be some charms in the turgid version. I'm not sure. I think turgid sometimes can be charming, let's face it. Um, I'm a big, well, I know you're quite a big fan of the Killdozer. I, I love the Killdozer. And they are like absolutely turgid, aren't they? Let's face it, that's turgid is the thing. It, absolutely, yeah. But this is kind of slightly turgid. Killdozer go for it, whole hog. And this is kind of, it's a bit of a middle ground. It's more turgish. <laughs> Yeah, okay. we don't really go for it properly. The story behind this first version is uh, our French friends, Lauren and Virginie, they did a lot of compilation tapes, a lot of compilations of people doing cover versions of the Jesus and Mary chain. And they had an idea for a compilation tape, which I don't think actually came out. They wanted all their friends in bands to record songs that were 60 seconds long. So the first part of this track is exactly 60 seconds long. And then once we'd recorded the six, we decided, okay, this is 60 seconds long. We'll leave a gap and then we'll carry on. Uh, and there was the mistake. As in carrying on, yeah. Mm. You could say that about any of these recordings. Our mistake was carrying on. Oh, dear. But, but let's, be, let's be upbeat. I think we're being a bit negative today, aren't we? A um, little Let's, let's, Could be the, uh, it's the negative episode of this our Johnny Domino. Yeah, but the, the, no, we've got some good ones to talk about. The, here's the speed of this one, and let's see what we have to say about it. Version one, yeah? Yeah, and pay attention. This is the only one that has a break after the first minute. Okay. So let's, let's get to the first minute, okay? Okay, let's go. That's the first minute. That is the first minute, yes. Yeah. I think I'm going to disagree. We might end up disagreeing. I quite, I, I like the keyboard. I like that keyboard bass. That's nice. Keyboard like bass. I like a bit of keyboard bass, don't you? Yeah. yeah that, so that's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it chugs along. And I like that. And, and and I like it as it, this is me hearing, hearing it for the first time for a long time. So I'm not, uh, you know, I, um, uh, you know, this is not a pre-prepared <laughs> thing, right? But I like the acoustic guitar. 
in mm. contrast with the uh, keyboard bass. Yeah. And I didn't think it sounded. I didn't think it sounded that turgid. I'm kind yes. of disagreeing with you. Okay, well that's cool. That's cool. In my mind, I'm playing the bass and you're doing the lead, so we're both playing the same keyboard at the same time. Ah. Which is why there are these weird bits where I'm faffing around with the pitch bend. Oh yeah. And it affects the keyboard, so everything happens in sync. There's a lot of weird bits, but you're 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 doing the high bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I was quite enjoying it. Um, I don't know. Were you thinking maybe we kind of listen to the second version now and compare and contrast? Well, don't we listen to the next bit of this version? Okay. But is there anything to say about the lyrics? Because I think there is a theme within a lot of our songs, which is preemptive dismissal. Oh, yeah. It goes back to sort of like feeling insecure about talking to women in bars. But there's also this whole thing about we're recording this stuff at home and we were sending things to record labels, but the thing about there's no A&R, there's no A&R here. Yeah. And, you know, there's lots of things about, there's a line later on in the song which is, we have worked long and hard and we still sound like this. We weren't working long yeah. and hard. But, we weren't um, really. But, yeah, there's no A&R here. And there's things about we're a major label tax loss. All I'm saying is, like, I'm a loser, baby. And I know it, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to carry on with the Turgeon one, yeah? Yeah, go. Version one. in the next room it's so out of time That's got some good things about it. I don't know. I quite like the kind of the um, instruments and the, the sort of like the bedroomy sound of it. Yes, yeah. it's you know it's cool. But I think that one note solo was a bit. That's like let's 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 just do something to annoy people. Yes. You know about the lyrics though. I prefer. I like the lyrics about Italy more than the more than the sort of the beating yourself. Up, we're not very. We're we're never going to be successful. Bit. Yeah. And I'll tell I'll tell you why in a bit. I'll tell you why in a bit because it made okay. me think 
of something. Okay, well, let's go with the next one, all right? The next version. Now, we're only a couple of months apart, these two versions. I thought the sluggish version was like years before, but it was the same year, mm. probably about three or four months difference. But, yeah, this is one we recorded. It's, it's a slightly perkier version. First stumble, second fumble, third crumble Under pressure that's double Nice. 
No idea what that noise was about at the end. That was good. I like that. Why did why did the word semisonic come into my head? <laughs> was it the um, the major label tax loss? I think this was in like the the post Brit pop gold rush where this idea of the major label tax loss. We're talking about bands like Smash and These Animal Men and things like that. You know, it's yeah. kind of the record labels were pumping money into them and they were never going to do anything. So I think that that's part of what we were talking about. But again, we would have loved to have been a major yeah, label tax that loss. That would that would have been a dream. I quite like the perkier version there. I was like nodding my head along to that. There's yeah. some good bass playing there. I believe that was probably you. <laughs> Well, I imagine it. I imagine it was. I don't think I could have. I would have learned a baseline uh, as uh, fluid as that at that point in uh, my career. I'll give over. No, but it was quite good. This is the period when we were almost getting into an area which we used to call pro sounds. And bearing in mind, we were recording on a four-track cassette recorder, but I sort of got obsessed with recording things as cleanly as possible. So that everything is recorded very, very nicely. Comparing it with the first version, it is way cleaner, isn't it? It's, it's, it's you can see, you see you've, got, you've kind of got, you've made a bit of progress there in terms of recording. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was an improvement. Yeah. So we did actually, we did, we did that. I think we did make it better. We still kept the one note solo, but thankfully it was a bit shorter because it was a bit faster, I suppose. But yeah, uh, the, you know the drums are super clean. Mm. We might have even used two plaid shirts on the drum kit, so we had one on the floor tom and one on the snare. Oh, yeah, just to improve the sound. Maybe explain to people who have no idea what the hell you're on about. Why? Why? What we're talking about plaid shirts for? When we recorded the drums, we always put a plaid shirt on top of them to make it had them to sound be a bit tighter. It was a, an affectation. I it was a nineties thing. It was a 90s thing. It's, maybe it's those 90s vibes. Yeah. You can only get them through a plaid shirt. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, we used to have – I've got pictures of you playing the drums, and we've got plaid shirts on oh, right. on top of the drums. Nice. Just to deaden them a little bit. We may have to dig that picture out. I kind of want to see that. Um, do you know, Steve, after all these years, what Vango Vango means? Does it not mean faster, faster? <laughs> Is is it a bit rude? <laughs> Judging by your really glad. Well, no. I, what I like about it because there's that bit where I go about. I went to Italy, right? Yeah, right. Which is interesting because I went to Italy to try and find myself. And actually, I, uh, you know, a, a few years ago, I did go to Italy, and I really did. I enjoyed it. I really did find myself. Actually, there's a <laughs> there's a whole story. I would say that I went to Italy and I did find myself. It was lovely, but. The title is not is not Italian. It's Spanish, actually. Okay, and uh, it it means literally, "I am coming." Is that true? It it means I am coming in like I am coming. I am. It says I am coming. I am coming. Vengo, vengo. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. That's what that's what it means. But I like the fact it's in Spanish. <laughs> and you went to Italy. <laughs> Are you shocked about that, Steve? Is that a bombshell? I think I had a vague memory of the fact that you got it from some kind of pornographic comic. I did. But, you know, it was a dream come true on the dance floor. 
Mm. And did all of this actually happen? Did you did you wish it into existence with this song when you found? I think yourself? I might have done. I think I might have done. I don't remember dancing <laughs> physically. <laughs> not not physically, <laughs> okay. but uh, I did. I did find myself in Italy. So there you go. So I think it was a, it was some kind of premonition. So there you go. That's, that's nice. And so also, you... it's yeah. And also, the music chopping and changing. It's mm-hmm. chopping and changing that music, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think it's it, it's got a little bit about what what life life ended up being like. Wow, that's, that's philosophical, isn't it? We've got to stop recording these episodes on Sunday mornings. Yeah, because you're feeling all spiritual and 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 mellow. I think I want everybody to just take in a deep breath for four. Oh, don't start that again. And release. Can we play the next song now? Yeah. Okay. This is the one that you chose, the artist. Ooh. And I think there's there, there are kind of thematic links between all of the songs that we're talking about, in, not in a kind of contrived sort of way, but in a accidental sort of way because, you know, you're trying to find yourself. And then we've got, well, let's let it speak for itself. It's very, very short. Okay. okay, go. Hello? I've got a lot to say but not much time Squeezing it out of my head But after that Well, not much happens Don't want to talk small Don't want to talk big Don't want to talk at all Just want to sit and think About how I just messed everything up Maybe I'll have another I did it on my own I'm just a lonely boy who's fully grown and not alone Why don't you smile, you groan But you can't see I'm running out of paint Don't want to talk small Don't want to talk big Don't want to talk at all Just want to about how I just messed everything up Maybe I'll have another Don't want to talk small uh, 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 uh. Don't want to talk at all uh, 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 uh. Just want to sit and think about how I fucked up everything Maybe I'll Go on then. What, what do you think about that one? I, I, I mean, I chose that one because uh, I, rem- I remembered in my, in my, with my weakened memory, that that was actually. I thought that was quite a good one. I always thought that was a pretty good song. Yeah. Um, and we didn't make the mistake of going on too long with that one, did we? No, but that is a side product of the fact that it's another song that I recorded on my own before I went to work. 
You know what I mean? Dun, dun, dun. And, and this is another element of, of a recurring theme in these podcasts of Steve's smugness. So again, I obviously got a morning before I went to work, whether I was working behind the counter of a musical retail outlet from the 80s and 90s. I had an hour or so to spare. The thing that was in my head when I was recording it was, is it Peter Skellen and Richard Stilgo? <laughs> I was that's, no, yeah 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 that's, I was trying to figure it out I was trying to figure out what you were what you were going for and I couldn't think of it and, and Peter Skellen was the name that I was trying to come for but I, I was trying to trying to reach for but I couldn't I couldn't get it so I, I, I all I came up with Jake Thackeray and it's not Jake yeah Thackeray. it's that kind of thing though it's that sort of like oh, I'm really happy with myself sort yeah, of music yeah. and um, personally Steve Smugness what I like about that is the drums. When I when I play drums on any of these recordings, they're what I call very, very literal in that they hammer on in a sort of relentless sort of way. And I think I managed to record something with a bit of swing. They follow the guitar bit, right? Do you mean that? Do you mean they kind of like follow rhythmically what the guitar's doing? it's like locked on in a kind of unmusical sort of way. And that's probably the only instance where I, I did actually play the drums with a bit of feel. Mm. Uh, but again, it's it's the floor tom and the snare and playing with mm. beaters. And I must have overdubbed the maracas on top. You can feel that they're kind of slipping away because they weren't actual maracas. They might have been made of plastic. Yeah. We might have had some toy maracas lying around. I remember them. Yeah. And playing guitar with my fingers is not my forte. Mm. So I managed to kind of get one of those guitar bits sounding quite nice. I probably spent a lot of time recording that bit and probably a lot of frustration in trying to get it sounding right, which is probably another reason why it's so short. <laughs> mm. Because there's only so many times I could record that guitar bit without wanting to shoot myself. Oh, man. You see, there you go, Steve. There you go, Steve. That's it, really. Mm. And that's 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 kind of why it comes together because that's what the song is about, mm. right? Because I, I, you know, I'm I, I, the 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 name of the song, the artist, is kind of a bit ironic and self-aggrandizing, I suppose. But like, I do do art. Yes. It's a big part of my life, you know. I do draw. I do paint. And what the thing about being an artist that is like, I don't know, you don't talk about it that much, I suppose, is that it's massively frustrating a lot of the hmm. time, right? Hmm. And you just you just spend such a lot of time thinking, oh, I just really fucked that bit up. <laughs> you know, and, oh, you know, just catching yourself in between moments of like things working. Yeah. Then you know. Then you just, and then it's just like, and then you go for another stage where you just completely everything you do is just like complete dog shit, you know. Yeah. And it just goes wrong, go wrong, wrong, and you just get yourself into a hole, and then it works again, and it's just like that as a cycle, but it's not a predictable cycle. No. And and that's like, and that's what you're describing with the music mm. as well, right? And that's what the song is about. That's what I, that's what I'm saying in the song, mm. you know. No, there's one lyric that really annoys me. I like the lyrics, but the one lyric that really annoys me where I changed it from maybe I'll do another to maybe I'll have another because I thought it sounded cooler because it was like having a drink. 
Right. But actually it was like, maybe I'll do another because it's like doing another thing, you know, doing another painting, doing another drawing, doing another whatever. Right, right. So that annoys me because I changed it and I shouldn't have done okay. I always took this song as being a reference to your time doing a fine art degree. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the thing, the, well, it, well, the fact that it's called the artist, so it's it's like a it's like an artist statement. Mm. And I like the the line about the person that you're talking to doesn't understand your artistic struggle, and the source of your artistic struggle is you're running out of paint. You know, yeah. it's 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 and that is the that is the sum total of your concerns is. I'm saying you, as in talking to yeah. the character in the song. Yeah, yeah. There's some total of their concern is the fact that they are running out of paint. Yeah, and that's not, yeah, that's absolutely true. But it's not like, you know, when I was like maybe at uni, that might have been a literal thing that was true. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But I suppose it's always been true, really. I'm always like running out of the stuff, whatever it is, mm. that I need to be able to make the thing be it like paint or be it time or be it whatever right so you're just always running out of the stuff that you need it, it's about the frustration really yeah. but i think it comes together really well as a song don't yeah. want to get too self-aggrandizing on this podcast but i think it comes together because it's short and uh, to the point mm. and um the music as you sort of describe, kind of like links quite nicely with the um, the lyrics. That's so there odd. you go. I like that. That yeah. song, and again in scare quotes, it got a, an official release at the time in a single that our French friends Lauren and Virginie put out, and it was the last track on our EP. Oh. But it's I do have very fond memories of feeling very pleased with myself when I presented this bit of music to you, but I didn't. I didn't. As always, I didn't leave you a huge amount of room to fill with lyrics because it was very tightly packed. And I think sometimes that can work. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's very frustrating as a lyricist. No, no, it's all right. I don't mind. It's, it's like sometimes, most of the time, it's quite good because it's like another thing is, that's quite good is like, here's another theme. Here's another mm. theme that like to unpack at some point. It's like working within your limitations, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which actually is like, that's like the key to creativity, isn't it? You know, yeah. one of, I think, is like, you know, having limitations and trying to make something work within those boundaries because if you don't have those boundaries, you can do anything. For me, that's like death of creativity. You're just right? gone forever. You're just gone forever. You can just edit something forever. What's, mm. When are you going to stop? Adding bits and bits on top, yeah. You know, so... Anyway, Sunday morning philosophy. Okay. Is this another jingle I've got to do? Sunday morning yeah. philosophy. Okay. Then are we moving on? I think so. Have you got anything more? Is it more time to, to move on? No, no, I think it's time to move on. I don't even know what the next song is. So um, right. I've completely forgot what you said it was going to be. So this could be an absolute car crash because I have nothing to say about it. Uh, uh, so I'm going to have to just make it up. There you go. Just letting you know. This is from the first batch of songs we recorded. So some people might have heard this story before, but our first batch of recordings, we had we borrowed a four-track recorder from somebody else and we had it for a month. And during that time, we recorded a batch of songs. And this is one of them that we recorded. Now, 
going back to my memory. In my mind, I recorded this track while you were in the shower from soup to nuts, the whole thing while you were in the shower. I don't think you were particularly long in the shower, mm. but in my memory, that's what I did. Now, wow. I think the thematic link between this song and certainly the last one is because the artist is self-obsessed. I was a very pretentious adolescent and I liked films that were very artistic. My favorite film at this point in time was Barton Fink by the Coen brothers. Yeah, which yeah. is basically about an artist who thinks he's very, very important. He's doing work of great value to the American public. And he eventually learns that he is not the center of the story of the film, even though the title of the film is Barton Fink. The story of the film is the annoying salesman played by John Goodman in the mm. hotel room next door, who is a serial killer. Now at uh. the end of the film, he tortures the hotel. So being incredibly pretentious, I recorded this piece of music. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll go and have a shower. <laughs> feel like I've had like an audio shower in my headphones there. <laughs> I feel like my brain is now clean. Yeah. The life of the mind line goes back to something Barton Fink. He's talking to this guy who he thinks is a schmo, you know, who's like a salesman. And he's saying, oh, you wouldn't understand the trauma of, you know, the artistic mind, the life of the mind. And obviously at the end of the film, spoiler, John Goodman's character sets fire to the hotel they're staying in and marauders through the hotel with a shotgun and just saying, I'll show you the life of the mind. And then at the end of the film, he presents Barton Fink with a box which may or may not contain the head of the woman that Barton Fink sleeps with earlier on in the film. Wow. I need to watch that. See if you can find like, the clip on YouTube and put a link yeah, in yeah. the uh, description, yeah, because that, mm, that would be uh, cool to watch, actually. You know, I like the uh, – there's a nice sort of stereo thing going on with the um, guitar tracks. Yeah. Well, I think I recorded three. Yeah. Three tracks of feedback. I was yeah, thinking yeah. earlier, I think 
the first thing I learned how to do with a guitar was make feedback because I've got a memory of borrowing your guitar on a Sunday morning, going back to Sunday morning again, and Sunday. just making feedback. I mean, again, thank you to our incredibly indulgent parents and our old neighbours in the family house. You need to house. stop going on about them. Yeah, no, but <laughs> the thing is, you can't get that sort of sound without turning the amplifier up. Yeah, I know. I do. It is amazing that they pull with it. Look at what we created, guys. <laughs> Look at what we created that no one's heard apart from on this podcast, and that's assuming that anyone's listening to it. So, so someone is. There's definitely a listener, and we're doing it for them. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Cool. Enjoyed that one. Anyway, I think we are at the end. Do you agree, young, young Steve? Yeah, we're at the point of the podcast where we have to choose one of these songs to go onto an imaginary compilation tape whether it's for a friend or a girl that we're trying to impress we do not know we haven't thought about it that much but it is a compilation tape now of these three songs which would you like to choose right i'll talk you through my thought process go i think if you could make a a mashup version of the two <laughs> versions of vengo vengo where you've got the best bit the, I think the first bit of the first version and probably a large chunk of the second version and then going back to the first version, to be, to be honest, that would be strong, right? But um, I am not George Martin and this is not Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh, come on, man. Unfortunately, they were recorded at different speeds, but they were both in the same key. So I can't do anything to, to make that happen. Okay. Right, I right, suppose right. I could That's do, okay. but I really can't be bothered. Yeah. The artist, I think, is probably my favourite, mm. but it annoys me that I well, didn't. Because you got anything. that one word I did, wrong. I got that word wrong. I got that word wrong, and 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 I, and, I, and that just every time I listen to it, I just I just say the other word in my head every time uh, because it could have been so good. So again, it's another example of art being really frustrating because it's like you uh, nearly get it right. That's what keeps you going. You nearly get it right, but you never get it right completely. Next time. Next time um, you'll get next it. Next time, right. And and then the last one, again, it was a very good Sunday morning track with like awesome, I don't know, I was just, I was getting into it. I didn't go in the shower. I enjoyed it this time. Excellent. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the, the sort of feedback on my, uh, on my headphones. So I don't know, Steve, um, I don't want to make it too exciting, but I think it might be. Do you like the pause? The artist. I agree. I think it's the artist because it's nice and short. You know, if you've got a tape, you can look at the tape and go, oh, I've probably got less than two minutes left on this side. I need a really short song. The artist yeah. is very short and it's not short for the sake of it. It's just what it is. Yeah. And I enjoyed it listening to it this morning as well. Yeah, good. It's been, it's been nice today. Hmm. It's been quite a philosophical and laid back one looking out the window on a, uh, a very sunny uh, morning. Hmm. Uh, I've enjoyed talking to you, brother. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you know somebody who you feel would enjoy this podcast, maybe it's somebody that you used to swap compilation tapes with. Maybe you've lost touch or maybe you used to sort of like sit in the pub and talk about music and argue about it because it was important to you at that time. 
share the podcast with them. And please follow, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Cool. Thanks very much for listening. Don't want to talk small. Uh, 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 uh. Don't want to talk at all. Uh, 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 uh. Just want to sit and think about how I feel.